Welcome back to We Told You Show. I'm Stanley. I'm Danley. All right, we got it that time. Did we? <laughs> Kinda. <laughs> yeah. How you doing, brother? Doing all right. All right. Good. Not Same too here. Bad. The things are moving along. Moving <laughs> along. Well, that's good. It's better than a screeching halt. We got a good one tonight. What is it? It's a really good one. People, this is our 10th episode. Oh, it is big number 10. Yep, our number 10. Gotta go big. And we held out. We saved one of our favorite, one of my personal very favorite topics for number 10. Yes, your favorite, my favorite, everybody's favorite, Bigfoot. Love the big feats, man. A lot of fun. Great topic. The lore. Stan is even, he tries to look like Bigfoot. <laughs> no comment. It's not my goal. But uh, hey, sometimes we achieve things that we don't set out to do. They're little life surprises. Well, you never know. We needed to join the Bigfoot group. Hey, dude, I could totally get down with that. I could join a Bigfoot group. A group of Bigfoots. Yeah, not not just a group of Bigfooters. No, I could do that too, though. Big- I could get I can get down with the uh, researchers. Oh yeah, yeah that's believers. Different. Festival goers. Love it, man. I love everything, Bigfoot. There's some good stuff. Yeah, it is. So, the mighty one, Bigfoot, Sasquatch. We know him by many names. Uh, he's a he's a global thing, really. Very much so. Yeah. The whole planet. Yep. All over the planet. You know, over in Asia, they call him the Yeti or the Urine. 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 There's no urine involved. Yaren? I hope not. <laughs> I mean, you just, that's what you said, right? It's a Yaren. Yaren. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's kind of like a mix between urine and chirin. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that's, when you say it, though. Like, yeah. I, yeah, I guess so. pronounce it? Could be. Yaren. Uh, y- yep. I thought the Yeti was, uh, what's the mountain range out there? Himalayas. There you go. That's yeah. the Yeti. Uh, yeah, Himalayas. It's the Himalayan Bigfoot. You got the swamp ape, the skunk ape, <laughs> down in southeast U.S. Yep, Florida skunk ape, yeah. big time. He a little stanky. They all stink, by the way. <laughs> Beautiful sound. Yeah. Pour them up. Yeah, let's, let's drink some beer and talk about Bigfoot. Pretty well. So uh, the wood booger, Native Americans mm-hmm. called him the wood booger. The Cherokee called him Nunya Nui. Nunya Nui? Nunya Nui, the man of stone. Because he was so hard and badass that even their arrows and stuff couldn't pierce him. Damn. Serious dude, man. Yeah. Bigfoots. Big feet. The undisputed worldwide hide-and-seek champion. Bigfoot. Yeah. <laughs> I keep saying it. You saying his name like he's going to pop out. If you say it three times. <laughs> right? That's it three times. He comes about. Wherever I go, sitting here in the spaceship. I'm always looking out across the pasture. You never know. You might see a Bigfoot. You remember the story that I told you about when I was hiking on the Appalachian and I sat down and it was under all the trees during on the path and I heard something coming. Yeah. And I, I was just sitting there. It was completely dark and I looked up, got my light out and it was, all I seen was eyes. Ooh. And I stood up and it come at me going, Ooh. 
mm-hmm. and then took off through the woods. Right. But when it got to me, it was as tall as I was. Yep. Like it stood up and I said it was always a bear. I never really seen that, see it actually as a bear. I just figured that it was a bear. Right. Because of the area. And I, a lot of people assume that he or she. So it could have been a Bigfoot. It could have been a Bigfoot. Danny, Bigfoot's everywhere. You know, he has been spotted in every state of the country, except for one. Hawaii? You got it. It's the only state in the Union with no Bigfoot sightings. I swear I've seen something recently about Bigfoot in Hawaii, that they actually have a history about it. The Polynesian culture have a Bigfoot, something you know that they that would what we call a Bigfoot. Huh. Yeah, I need to look into that. I, maybe I do need to look into That'd that. That'd be episode 20. Yeah, you go. <laughs> the Hawaiian Bigfoot. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, old Bigfoot, old Sasquatch, man, he's yeah. been he's been causing trouble, turning a lot of heads for many, many years. And, of course, you know, we all, we all know the uh, – the granddaddy, it all started with the Patty, the Patty film. Well, before the Patty film came out, there was a big thing about Bigfoot going on in that area, stories all throughout the whole Gold Rush era. Yeah. Down through that whole era. So this was a big story before this film came out. Well, they went out looking for Bigfoot. <laughs> so. The, you're right. You know, the, the story and the lore had been around for a long time, way, way before they went on the mm-hmm. expedition. But that was like the first uh, recorded evidence of yeah, something. This is that, when it hits the news. And it like six o'clock news. The flame, yeah. man. It lit the fire that became this phenomenon that we know of Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. He's worked his way into all aspects. Of our culture. I keep saying he. There she's. Patty was a girl. Who? Patty. The pa- Bigfoot on the film. Oh, yeah. That's right. They say that was a Yeah, uh, she, she was a, a female. I mean, if you yeah. look at the video evidence, there's evidence of breasts. Yeah. She kind of turns and looks, and there they are. Mm. Well, yeah. <laughs> that's not conclusive to me that it was a female. But- well, I mean, yeah, I guess it could be man boobs, but yeah, but nonetheless, spark the. What would be be called Bigfoot's moobs? <laughs> moobs. <laughs> that much asses. <laughs> That's a tough one. At least six of them. Have litters. I digest. Yeah, <laughs> you digest. <laughs> I like that one. Away. <laughs> Digested beers. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so this guy, man, he's been uh, turning heads, making stories long time and uh, sparking a lot of imagination, sparking, creating whole genres of sci-fi, of cryptid, of outdoor activity. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's it's amazing how something has Everybody is kind of a little touched by Bigfoot. Believers, non-believers, scientists, and non. It's really kind of astounding. You, you ride down the road 
And look at how many Bigfoot stickers you see on vehicles. They're everywhere. <laughs> They're everywhere. Yeah. Every SUV or sport track. <laughs> Especially if it's got a rack on top. <laughs> yeah, it's usually got a Bigfoot sticker. We took a little farther and put a reference on the license plate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's uh, he, He's all over the place. There are uh, different types of Bigfoot enthusiasts. Mm-hmm. All right. You got your, your old school researchers who think, Bigfoot is totally a natural creature, whether it was uh, from a prehistoric creature that had lived, mm-hmm. you know, through the Ice Age and right. shouldn't have and then did, or it's just, you know, it's a natural thing. Then you have the group who think maybe it come from aliens. Aliens dropped it here. It's coming in and out of dimensions. That's why it's, it's hard to see and it can disappear quickly. Mm. And that. It can cloak itself and be invisible. Like the predator. Yeah. There's people that believe all that. They, the, the other researchers who believe it's all natural, they call the other researchers the woo. The woo. Yeah. I'm not familiar with these woos. So you're not a woo then. No. Or you're a woo and just never knew no, that people I'm, were calling you that. I'm definitely not a woo. You don't think it comes from space, spaceship? No. Because a lot of times, sometimes... It, when he's seen, there are also UFO sightings. Uh-oh. I mean, there's been those accounts together. Okay. That's, you know, where they go from. So, they see a Bigfoot and then they see a UFO or some kind of aerial phenomenon. Yeah. So kind if of you, closely related. If you see a, all right, let's say you see a Bigfoot, you're walking in the woods, and you turn around and you see it. Boom. It's in your vision. Right. Then all of a sudden it's gone. Yep. What would you say happened? Well, as a as a hunter, deer and stuff like that can do the very same thing. You can see nothing and then you literally blink and a deer is standing right there. Mm-hmm. You blink again and it's gone again. Things that live in nature, they... They're, they're, they have a natural camouflage. They are so in touch with their surroundings. This is their environment. Their environment. They can appear and disappear like that. It's really, it's an amazing thing to see. And so. <laughs> or not see. <laughs> or, yeah, that eludes you. So, all right, if we think about Bigfoot. Maybe, uh, maybe alien coming out of a portal or something. I don't know. Uh, a, a undiscovered primate. I mean, let's not forget gorillas were yep. thought to be cryptids. Yes. Like up into the, like the early 1900s, people had heard of them. People had talked about them, mm-hmm. swore they they'd seen them, sketched pictures of them, but nobody actually ever found them and was able to scientifically document it mm-hmm. until the early 1900s. Well, that's really not that far away, far, that that long ago, yeah. if you think about it. It seems like uh, we are kind of new on this planet. We are. We're still trying to figure it all out, find Evolutionarily, what's going on, what's going on. Is that a word? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Evolutionarily. <laughs> yeah. I guess, you know, we're, we're, we're pretty young on the scale. You know, so, you know, if, uh, if old Woodbooker been bouncing around here for 
thousands and thousands of years and doing this thing. And he you would find think he would advance a little huh? bit further. Maybe he doesn't maybe want he, to. He, maybe he did. That's why you can't find him. I think he wants to stay off the grid. I don't think he wants to be discovered. Mm-hmm. He wants to be left alone, like the old hermit up on the mountain. You know, just let me be. Dad, blame it. I won't shoot your ass with a rock salt. Well, usually when this happens, when people just want to be left alone and, and get away from human society, it's for a reason. It's because they had a bad experience. Mm-hmm. And cultures who have a bad experience, say, with other cultures or type of thing, this is, they hand it down. Yeah. Through generations. Sure. It's like and a learned behavior. Yeah. Hey, stay away from, from yeah. this kind of thing. Don't yeah, eat crazy. that plant. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, maybe that it, at some point, they lived alongside humans and something went bad. Right. And they had to hide themselves. Man. Man is stupid. They probably said, oh, look, let's go grab us a Bigfoot leg and we're going to roast it over the fire. That's going <laughs> to put a bad taste in some Sasquatch's mouth. A bad taste in my mouth, <laughs> yeah, I bet. Right? <laughs> Ain't no barbecue sauce going to come with that. You need a lot of vinegar in that barbecue sauce. More beer. More beer. More beer. Keep it coming. Yeah, I don't even want to think about what a Bigfoot tastes like. That just sounds horrible. I'm not a foot person anyway. <laughs> I think Neither feet are disgusting, I. and I don't want to see anybody's feet. Yeah. <laughs> Let alone when I think about Bigfoot, but, I'm, I'm thinking, yeah, I probably don't even want to see one. <laughs> but, you know, and I agree, not much of a foot person. <laughs> However, I do have to say, I've seen some plasters. Some casts made oh, uh, of Bigfoot tracks in person. Picked them up and looked at them. Yeah. And man, it's it's kind of uh, it's it's kind of astounding, really. You know when. But if you research it, you will also find groups of people whose hobby is to make these very things to good. stick on their foot and to walk at certain times of the year. Yep. A certain season they call it. it's their season, right? To go and make these tracks, yeah, these false tracks. So that we're going there. I have dirty. On on, I have a an interesting, oh. small little tale, and this involves somebody that I personally know. I'm not going to give any names, but it's a, a family member, an extended family <laughs> member. So this this guy. He's an awesome dude, but he's he's a jokester. Totally played a prank one time. And he was working at a stone quarry, a local stone quarry. And he actually went out one night, him and a buddy. Mm. And they got, I'm sure they tied a pretty good one on. And they went out one time, one night, and they put these footprints around the quarry. Well, Uh. it sparked. A lot of local interest, local news started showing up, and the shit started turning into being a big deal. He did the right thing. He came clean. He came out and said, wait, wait, wait. This is getting too- I was playing yeah. a joke on my buddies who I work with at the quarry. So did, did, did all the crazy <laughs> researchers think-, think that it was just a cover-up? 
that the government made him say oh, this. Oh no! You know, see, because how many times that happened? Right. That, that people say, "Oh, you know, we just think the government made him. This is a cover up." Yeah, they're saying this, and it's like. No, nah, man, I've really seen that shit. <laughs> yeah, people now do I got that. This G-Man it's sitting here like, wait, you saw nothing. You tell him it was a lie. Yeah. I'm like, fuck you, man. It was real. I really didn't. Okay. <laughs> guy I'm dressed sorry. in black looking like people. chicken. And now I get right in <laughs> on damn chicken skin. <laughs> you didn't see nothing. <laughs> I done stole this nine millimeter roll John Edmonds over here. <laughs> damn, don't they give you government issued shit? Oh, yeah. Why you got to steal John Edmonds? You can't Edmonds? track that. Sorry, I digress. I'm getting off topic. Yeah, you and you. like, you're going to say it was a fake, you did this shit, but we're yeah. really on it. The G-Man is on it. Man, that's a party foul. It is a party foul. That is so wrong. It's kind of funny, though. <laughs> it's the same thing in the UFO community. All these fake stuff people are putting up, they know are fakes and trying to trick people. And then you get the people doing the same thing with the Bigfoot. Right. The, the Chupacabras. Yep. All of it. Yep. Devil monkeys. All of them. Beaver eaters. Damn beaver eaters. I'm waiting for a YouTube video. Well, while we're, we're talking about this, so Bigfoot is a cryptid. Do you, you consider Bigfoot a cryptid? I, I mean, I do because we do not have definitive okay. evidence of existence. It, he's considered a cryptid in most you know, yeah. things. And we've really only covered the beaver eater as a cryptid before. Yeah, I, I I was thinking we did a couple, but when I look back, unless the Anukin is a cryptid, well, I don't I mean, think I'm, they are. But I mean, Anukin is kind of gnome, elf, yeah. kind of. I mean, I would put that in with the cryptid as well. Yeah. Okay, but yeah. Bigfoot is like the granddaddy of modern day <laughs> cryptozoology. Well, that depends because it, some places Loch Ness monster true. So, True. Loch Ness is huge. Yeah. And then you right. go south, more to Chupacabra. But see, I think that's just Chupacabra is a little different, though, because the first time Chupacabra ever actually came up in modern day media was 1996. Yeah, I think I was watching the, the show. <laughs> but Bigfoot, man, dude, dude, so like Bigfoot's been around forever. The tales of Bigfoot have been around for a long time. Oh, yeah. So, up in the great state of Maine, cold as shit up there in Maine. Yeah. But there's mountains, there's places to hide. So up in Maine. You know, we actually have a couple of listeners in Maine. Maine's no. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I bet you they know all about what I'm talking about. So one of the first accounts of uh, of Bigfoot here in the in the New World was published in a book called Camping Out by C. A. Stevens, and what it involves a trapper who was ripped apart by some kind of creature. A lot of people suspected a mountain lion because mm-hmm. that was a normal, a very prominent predator out there. But when he started looking at it, dude. The trapper's body had been beaten up against a tree. Like picking up the body. They just slamming it. Like hitting a tree with the body. You don't hear about stuff like that much with Bigfoot accounts. 
You don't. But maybe because we don't there. find the bodies. Huh? Maybe because we don't find the bodies. The bodies of the dead people or the yeah. bodies of the Bigfoot? No, the bodies of the dead people. The well, Bigfoot. they found this guy's body. No, I'm just saying. That's why you don't hear it a lot because we don't find Yeah. You know, it's very so maybe rare that we find a body that has been tacked by a Bigfoot. Right. We got a lot of people that go missing the national parks. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I mean, what a great place for uh, old Sasquatch to be hiding out, drinking some beers. Ah, here's a couple hikers. A little hungry. <laughs> I don't think they eat people. I don't think he eats people either. I don't think he does. I mean, if he's a he's a bipedal primate, probably he's plants, berries, stuff mm-hmm. like that. He, he may eat some smaller protein-enriched offerings. Something you can find. You know, it, one of the things is people say, you never find a dead body of a Bigfoot in the woods. You know, that died naturally or maybe just fell off a cliff or whatever. Right. But also, as much time as I've spent in the woods, hiking, doing all this, and a lot of people have, you never come across, come across a, a bear's body either. Have you, you ever come across nope. a bear's body? Nope. You're, at, you're absolutely right. You know, the, the wilderness has a way of taking care of these carcasses yep. and, and things that have died. It's a cycle. Yep. Other things will eat it and take care of this body. Sure. So, and then, you know, they're all, you know, like animals, say we know like cats and dogs. When they know that they're about to die, they will go in a certain area. Yep. That is usually hard to find. They'll go way, they'll they'll move. That they think no one can actually, that they think they can't be found. Yep. When they know they're going to die. Maybe Bigfoot does the same thing. You know, they, they have certain areas that they will go and they know it's their time. Maybe they'll dig something or they'll, you know, mm-hmm. go up in somewhere where they can't be found. Well, so. there's a lot of theory out there that suggests that maybe Bigfoot is somewhat communal. Uh, where I mean, they, where the, the, they will be buried by the, the rest of the other Bigfoot? Yeah, or within their small local pod or, you know, group of Bigfoots that well, they live with. There's definitely a bunch of stories about Bigfoot being in a, not really a community style, but a family mm-hmm. set up with a female, male, and children. Yes, exactly. And th- those stories have become more and more increasingly prevalent over the last 30 years or so. You're starting to see a lot more of, it was a, two larger specimens and what appeared to be a juvenile. Mm-hmm. And they click and chatter and seem to have like a language, a communication of their own. They're talking to each other. They've got their own language. Yes, they have to. Yeah. Yeah, man. I we don't something. have it written. We heard something really weird a couple of years ago, camping down in North Carolina. It was about two o'clock in the morning. Took the dog for a walk because he was doing the prance. Walked halfway up the mountain, and we heard like a woo, and then a higher-pitched screech. Not like an owl. It's hard to explain. Damn, I wish I had something to record it. Never heard anything like it. Again, like you, I've spent hundreds, if not thousands, of hours in the woods, 
hiking, hunting, fishing. Mm-hmm. I've never heard anything like this before. What the hell? We happened to be in town for the Marion Bigfoot Festival in North Carolina. It's a great time. Stupid COVID ever goes away. Maybe we can do it again. Well, that right there tells you exactly what you're hearing. Other people, other squatchers were out there making calls. Could be. It is yeah. definitely could be. I've been in the woods deep and I've heard the craziest sounds in the middle of the night. I mean, that would make you just wish you won't out there. Now, we were staying just 30, run. 40 miles away from there. I, I yeah. don't think this was a person that we heard. Could be. It, it, mm-hmm. it could have been. But what I heard, I've never heard before. Yeah. I remember one time I woke up in a tent and something was leaned up against me from the outside. Uh-huh. I was sleeping and it leaned up against me. And I got up and got out the tent. This is in the morning. It was a little dark. Got up, get out the tent, look around. It was a deer. Yep. He found my tent. Yep. And, and then rubbed up, right rub against, against me. You. His back to my back. <laughs> yep. Staying warm. Yeah. I was like, what is this? Yes. All, what the hell is this? I got out. It, I've heard it just got up moseyed right on away. Similar stories before. <laughs> I was this stuff involving uh, foxes and raccoons and uh, sometimes they attack your tent. I know yeah. one dude. I knew I had a, a yeah. buddy of mine who was hiked the AT. He went from from Florida to Maine. And he had a day. Georgia. Well, Georgia. Yeah, he he went to Florida, I guess, and partied for a week before he went on <laughs> well, up to Georgia in and picked up the trail and went. And he had a fox rip a rip a slit in the side of his mm. tent. I'm like, man. Better be glad it wasn't a Bigfoot. No doubt. Or a pissed off mama bear. Or a Wolverine. Wow. You'd be in trouble. Let's not even get into Wolverines. That's a whole nother episode. You get one of them up in your tent. (laughs) Somebody's going to be running circles. Bigfoot, come help me. (laughs) Yeah, where the hell are you at with your sticks? Let me start knocking on some trees, throwing some some stones, get this damn rabid fox away from me. I wonder... (laughs) I wonder if Bigfoot can get rabies. Well, we don't know. I don't think so. No? Huh? Well, there's certain type of, like, a possum cannot get rabies because of their temperature. Yeah. Their body temperature. Kills the virus. Yeah. Yeah. You got to be at a certain temperature and they can regulate it. I don't know, man. Maybe they can, but they just know not be around a crazy ass little animal. But what if they can't get rabies and they know that they can't get rabies? Maybe they are the cause of the rabies. They really like start really <laughs> fucking with some raccoons and yeah, well, rabbit squirrels and stuff like oh I gotta have a good time. I'm not scared of rabies. Well maybe over time by the tail and they have evolved to rabies doesn't bother them. Maybe immune. Yeah. Maybe so. I mean they're out there in the mountains and Hey, and the and the flatlands and the swamplands, they're everywhere. Mm-hmm. These guys are everywhere. You know what? Y'all, all y'all out there listening, I bet you, one of you, you got a Bigfoot watching you right now and you <laughs> don't even know it. Back to the the rabies thing. Okay. What if all animals in the woods know that Bigfoot is such a badass, even with rabies, they won't fuck with him? Could be. 
could be. <laughs> <laughs> like Bigfoot, tell you, man, he's, he's the granddaddy of them all. Bigfoot commands respect. Grandpappy. He is the fucking man. We were talking to, um, Big about, man. you know, them being in families and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. There was a, a story I'm going to try to read for y'all now. It's pretty cool. It's from uh, They Saw Sasquatch, Close Encounters with Bigfoot. It's a book. What does it say? Gary Swanson wrote it. And this is a occurrence by Edward Doc Bashford. Supposedly, if you're into the Bigfoot thing, you might know that guy. But anyway, this is the uh, the account. So in November of 2009, he, he was in Kirby, Oregon, and he called a friend of his, which is a ranger. They had hooked up and they were going to go out, um, just look in the area for people who are doing the wrong thing, hunting bear when they shouldn't be and, and things like that, like poaching. Yep. He's like, yeah, I'll go along with you. They're man. poaching or maybe somebody trying to grow some weed out there in the national forest or something. And- Oh, man. Oh, no, no, I don't Sorry. like these guys. <laughs> Sorry. I went, I went the so wrong way with that. He went out there to, you know, go with his friend. He, he, he was an avid out. He's an avid outdoorsman, hiking. Yeah. And also a Bigfoot researcher. Cool. Know, so I'm, an, I'm an amateur squasher myself. So he said they crossed the, the Patrick Creek and headed south. Since he knew about the searches for the elusive Sasquatch, all I heard for an hour and 45 minutes long was he's been in these forests and he's never seen anything like a Bigfoot. Okay. He's a ranger there. Yeah. He's been in these woods the whole time he's been a ranger. He's never seen anything like a Bigfoot. So he said they came upon a ridge and in a place where they could see the valley below. They had binoculars and scanned the valley. There below was three creatures about a quarter mile distance in a grassy area by the edge of a cliff. He said he just had to laugh. You know, he seems like he'd laugh. He oh, said, God, shit, here we and, are. Uh, and his buddy asked, what's so funny? And he pointed, he said, right down there is my imagination. <laughs> he said, he looked and his words were, holy shit, you got to be kidding me. Down there was a male stood erect facing us ugh, as if he could see us. The female had breasts. Mm-hmm. and was doing something in the grass with a much smaller creature. The big guy stood still. He wa- We watched him for at least 10 minutes. Then the big guy, which he thought was about eight, eight feet tall, did something with his right hand, then stood, got in a single foul line. They stood, got in a single foul line, mm-hmm. and then went into the tree line along the cliff, which was above them, and they were gone. Marched on out of there. Yeah. The ranger he's with, he said he'll call him Scott to protect his identity, <laughs> which means his name is Steve. Right. So, he was very oh, nervous. <laughs> he was very we nervous. Know it's you. And actually in a panic. He had been a ranger for 15 years and never saw anything like it. He insisted to go down there. They did. It took a while. They got down there and Scott was paranoid. They followed the trail and went along a cliff. After about 45 yards, they went up a cliff. So pretty much what they're doing, they were running around, up cliffs, down cliffs. They're trying to follow this path. Right. Well, by the time they didn't have enough time to keep on trying to follow this path, and they knew this animal had outsmarted them. 
They're not stupid. It knew the area. It knew they were going to follow them. Outsmarted them. Yep. We're going to go. We're, we're going to take a trail, yep. take a path that we know they cannot keep up with us. And by the time they said, they just gave up and said, look, we don't, we have time enough just to get back to, you know, where we started. The walk out. Scott didn't say nothing. Be quiet. He just looked scared. Yep. And he Desperate called the next day or so, and he he resigned. Damn. Didn't he? Yeah, moved away. I moved to the it. city. Okay. I done <laughs> shit my pants. I'm out. And that was a story by Edward Doc Bashford. You know, so there there are other tales that kind of mirror that same kind of thing of. Family of Bigfoots, they're very aware of their surrounding. Mm-hmm. I think that they are aware of us looking out for them. And when the eye contact is made, they say, ha, ha, yeah. you're in our home field. We know where to go. We know you're going to follow us. Good luck, man. I'll run circles around you yeah. all day long. You ain't got a chance. I, I tell you one thing. I'm not as much in the woods as I used to be when I was younger. But even now, if I was in the woods and someone from the city was oh, to come yeah. try to find, I could run. Oh, I you could, run circles around. Yeah, they never. Man, you you talking about climbing up a 7, 8, 13 <laughs> degree grade. Oh, no, I ain't doing that now. No, no, I might now, fall down it. But somebody from the city, well, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're quarter mile tops is all they got. Mm-hmm. So, but then you go and translate that to a Bigfoot. Man, so some of these specimens, seven and a half, eight feet on upwards, like nine feet tall, they're taking 10 foot strides. Oh, yeah. And just anybody. Chunks of distance. Go on out there with a tape measure and lay you out 10 feet and try to do it in one step. (laughs) (laughs) Good luck. And if you do it, send us a video. We'd yep. love to see it. Bigfoot's not stupid. Mm. He he knows what's going on. I think he's evolved along with us through uh, encounters, situations. Everything's changing. You know, he knows. Through climate change. Yeah. Recessions. <laughs> <laughs> People aren't leaving as much free corn laying around. In the, yeah. In well, the his area is also dwindling now, too. Oh, absolutely. You know, so with encroachment on uh, through, through uh, deforestation and, and, and all that kind of stuff, it, it it's the same thing that's plaguing, you know, other animals all around this world. Yeah. I myself, I will go on the record and say, I think there is a high probability that Bigfoot exists. I think so. We are discovering out there going new on. plants and new animals mm-hmm. every day, every month, every year. Uh, and, and some are rather larger discoveries. It's like, damn, how the hell have we missed this for the yeah. last 200 years? But there it is. Who's to say that he's not, man. We, we've got a lot of vast, unexplored, extremely remote areas just here in the United States alone. Not to mention Canada, Asia, 
Antarctica. Antarctica. <laughs> well, that's the. That's the, gonna be like a the super, main the main places that are man. that we have you know n- not much information about is Antarctica, the deep forests of South America, and then up around Russia, which is more of a tundra, you know, a frozen yeah, area too. Like around the, the that um, is a huge area. The the Yukon, well, yeah. I guess Yukon is Canada, but uh, yeah, all those areas up there, we we we've got a lot of space out there that we just don't know what the hell is going on. Mm-hmm. And there's big feats. There's aliens. There's wild pig men. There's all kinds oh, of stuff. Oh, God, I hope not. That's my nightmare right there. Wild pig men. <laughs> a bunch of wild pig men and clowns come down. No, I'm done. I'm gone. If I ain't got a gun, something to kill something, I'm gone. <laughs> you got to watch out for them damn wild pig men. Yeah, no doubt. Not you Who? What? That's Why? That's what the Cherokee called him. Nunya I still said it wrong. Anyways. We said it earlier. I know I did. Keep that one. Cut those last ones. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Hey, this one's easy. Nunya Nui. Okay. Nunya Nui. Cherokee. Bigfoot. Stand man. All right. All over the place. So, let me ask you this, Hammer. You've spent a lot of time. In the woods, hiking, yep. camping, just some of your passions. Let's say you're sitting out there by the campsite, having some tasty beverages, got mm-hmm. your nice little fire going. Then all of a sudden, like a 15, 20, 30 pound rock just comes hurling at you off the mountain in front of you, across the stream, and lands like Two or three feet from your chill chair right there to fire. What would you do? Well, I have seen big rocks fall off a side of a mountain. Yep. And roll down. And they roll down. That's a very yeah. important part of the description. But a 30-pound rock. And what if it's thrown? Like, you know, when something rolls down. But when something is just like thud. Right there beside you. Well, yeah, you'd you have do? to look up and try to figure out the physics of it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but, Judge the trajectory. And, and then look at this big, so heavy-ass no, rock. It was definitely thrown. Yeah. Mm. I know what I would do. I'd be looking for some toilet paper and cleansing wipes because I would have shit my well, britches. I'd either try to figure out where it come from, which... If you have a rock falling, you actually don't want to go towards the area where rocks are falling. Of course. So then that's dangerous. Pretty much you leave the area. It's one of the most common uh, reports of someone who believes there's a Bigfoot in their area. They they throw stones at them. Big, heavy rocks. I'm not talking about a rock out of the driveway. Well, I've heard that too. You know, just not all woods have the same... Big ass rocks you can find. Yeah, <laughs> but when you've got something twenty, of big thirty pounds hurling towards you, yeah, it's time to leave. I don't think a bear's doing that. Mm-mm. What if we find out that there's actually a bird that does that? Man, that's a well. That's the goddamn thunderbird. It's a rock hurler. Yeah, they're picking up the damn rocks and dropping them like B fifty twos. That's a whole nother segment. 
That's a whole nother episode. <laughs> no, you definitely, these big rocks are coming at you. You try to assess whether you're having the shit's coming off the side of the mountain and there's going to be more of them coming down. Right. Which direction you need to go. Right. If that's not the case, there's no mountain. There's just you're in the woods and, and rocks are being hurled at you. Then you need to reassess that situation. God, that's a lot of reassessing going <laughs> yeah, on. But you have to. You have to figure it out. You have you to know? have plans. You can't a, just take off running. <laughs> D. Holy shit. No. I mean, get your first assessment of the situation. Then you make your plan. Right. You know, it could always be somebody with a catapult. Yeah. What do they call it? What, what what was the thing? A treasure Trigerze? Yep. With like the stick exactly. that gives a hole. <laughs> <laughs> Trebuchet. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. Right. Yeah. yeah, I think you're right. I had a buddy. So, it's close had, enough. He had plans to build. He, he got a hold of some plans to build mm-hmm. one of those. We never built it. Oh, yeah. You can get into uh, pumpkin chunking. Yeah. <sighs> Trebuchet. Trebuchet. Yeah, that's it. Sorry. I'm, I've been a little arthritic the last what? couple of days. Trebuchet. By Fabergé. So, they'll throw big-ass rocks at you. They'll take big-ass limbs and beat them up against trees. Tree knocking. Knocking. Well, see, another one of the things that they do. To me, this is, this is not trying to hide yourself. If I'm in the woods and something threw a rock at me, then I'm trying to figure out what threw the rock. Right. If you didn't throw the rock and you just went about your way, I probably would have never known you was there. Right. See, I'm, you're on to something. So why is it always, he's always trying to hide and seek champion, not be seen, not get photographed. But then at night, when you're chilling by the campfire, drinking some beers, he starts throwing rocks at you. He starts beating up against a tree with sticks, tree knocking. Now you're giving away your location or, or, or supplying evidence yep. of you being there. So it is kind of a night and day comparison. He's probably like, look, it's quiet time now. Shut the fuck up. Right. Turn off the goddamn generator. Generator? Yeah, generator on the wood. No, I mean, it's a camera. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Turn off the tunes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah Turn the shitty, tunes down. Shitty guitar playing and singing around a campfire. Maybe he wants you to change the tunes. Maybe he wants you to go from like I'm tired of hearing Freebird. Yeah. (laughs) Put on some dead. Stop playing Freebird on you. Sugar (laughs) Magnolia. God damn it. Maybe so. (laughs) Maybe it's all about musical selection. No, no more stairway so. to heaven, you bastards. I don't blame him there. <laughs> Love Zeppelin stairway. Okay. Yeah, if you go into a a music store, they usually have the sign that says, "Don't play." <laughs> no stairway it's like to heaven. Oh, why you gotta get done. Yeah, they put it up. No stairway to heaven. Maybe he's had enough of stairway to heaven. Yeah, maybe so. Could be. Who knows? Uh, he's, you know, I mean, he he writes for Rolling Stone part time, I think. Sasquatch? Yeah. I don't know. I, no, he's not. Not the Sasquatch we're talking about. I think he is. So, so you're actually reading Rolling Stone 
And you really think that Sasquatch <laughs> no, is reading, totally writing a goddamn article? I'm, I'm totally joking. That's bullshit. All right, all right. No, I, I wish that was true. I would, it would be awesome. I want to find out true. if you really believe that. That would be great. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> I would be all into this, man. Which ones? What did What did he cover? <laughs> writing on new diets and exercise and shit. <laughs> uh, could be like a. Dance moves, the, the the new dance sequences that burn the most calories, or whatever, like Sasquatch, and like a workout outfit, you know, with the armbands and wristbands. You know what I love? He's probably on Peloton. On what? <laughs> He's probably do have his own Peloton. Yeah. What? Maybe so. I love the videos on YouTube of Bigfoot, like riding the motocross and the dirt bike stuff. He's a pretty agile, talented guy, too. What is this on? It's on YouTube. All right. All right. Yeah. That's why I don't watch YouTube, I reckon. Yeah, I know. You know that's fake, right? You know that's not really Bigfoot. I do. You, you know I the do. world is really flat, it's, right? It's a guilty pleasure. <laughs> I know. It is. It is. Dan, I've had fun. Yeah, it was good. Dog loves it. He's loves getting him, fired yeah. up, so we need to go. Uh, He's barking at a Bigfoot over on the next ridge. Oh. Uh, Eh, call him and over. All right, Dan. Well, hook us up with an email. Yeah. At we told ya show at gmail.com. Right. Also, get us at on Instagram at we told ya show. That's starting to blow up right now. And you can also check out other podcasts on there, too. Yeah. Um, all kinds of people doing good stuff. Yeah. So do that. We're on Facebook. You can look us up on Facebook as we told you show. What is it? W T T Y S podcast on there too. That's a good search option. And easiest, just Google. We told you show. Yeah, see what happens. Yeah. You never know. Google your name first. And then Google We Told You Show. Then Google them together. Oh my goodness. All right, then. All right. We're out. Love you. Peace out. Peace. Hello, Minnesota. Bigfoot, come help me. (laughs) Yeah, where the (laughs) hell are you at?